Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Boomer and Geo on the fan and the CBS Sports Network. Studio, Boomer and Greg Giannotti, it's Boomer and Geo on the fans, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network and wherever you are on the free Odyssey app. Good Tuesday morning, Boomer is out in Los Angeles filming the Super Bowl's greatest commercials. You know, that he I does. can get paid for it, I'm all for it, I don't care. That's right, he's doing it again with Danielle Arua. And the two of them will be uh, talking about the great commercials. You can check that out on CBS at some point. So, yes, he is all over the place. He's in Kansas City. He's in Los Angeles. We'll be out in Phoenix together. So he will be back on Thursday. That means that Jerry Recco is back from Iowa City. And he's in for Boomer this morning. Good morning, Jerry. How What's you? up? Good morning. Nice to actually be here. Yeah. Not there. Here. Right. It's been a while, right? Yeah, Thursday. I know. <laughs> Trust me, I know. With <laughs> the basement are getting stuck in Iowa. Finally, Jerry Recco is back in the studio. And this morning, Jerry, I'm feeling something that I've never felt in my life. And this is not an exaggeration. I have never sat here at this point of the year and felt this way about football. But I am done with this NFL season and I want it to be over with. And I've never felt that way. Ever. I'm always like the guy that when the Super Bowl's over, I'm freaking out. I'm like, we don't have football for I don't know how long. And pitchers and catchers at baseball get here. And I am done with this NFL hmm. season. And I have reasons why. And you tell me if I'm nuts or you tell me if I'm feeling the wrong way. or You tell me if I'm way off base. But everything that I wanted to happen in this NFL season came to a screeching halt in such disappointing fashion that I'm just like, I'm numb to it now. Whether it was my team who won 13 games and then got the crushed by the Giants. Whether it was at that point where I'm like, hey, we might have a fun little Giants run here. Maybe they get to the NFC Championship game. They get crushed by the Eagles. Hey, we've got an exciting situation here with the New York Jets. Here comes Mike White. Mike White's going to take him to the playoffs. He breaks 50 ribs and the season just completely falls apart. Championship weekend. I love, you love it, I love championship weekend, it's the greatest. Uh, When your team's in it, it's even better, but if it's not, it's like, this is great. Two teams fighting to go to the Super Bowl. Two games that made me so annoyed for different reasons. It was the worst championship weekend I could remember when I was just a passive observer. And now, I'm already sick of the Super Bowl stories. (laughs) It's Tuesday, and I'm already sick of the Kelsey brothers. I'm already sick of Andy Reid and the Eagles, and I'm done with it. And neither one of these teams I'm really interested 
in winning the Super Bowl because I just saw it. You know, these two fan bases for a very long time were starved for either another Super Bowl championship because it had been a very long time for the Kansas City Chiefs or the Eagles who had never won one. So that was exciting the last time those teams were in there. And in 2017, obviously you had the, the Eagles win it. And then, of course, back in 2019, the Chiefs won it. So now these two teams have won in recent memory. I'm like, there's nothing fun about this. There's not, not a thing fun about it. And you got a team in Philadelphia in a city that we all hate that's in this game that might win another one. So we're going to have fun in Phoenix, but I can't wait for the end of this Super Bowl so we could turn the page, get into this NFL offseason, get excited about everything else again. Well, that You know, that's the cool thing about the NFL is it's become like baseball used to be. When the season ends, the season begins. And the good news for you is it's over next Sunday. <laughs> It's, you know what? That's the, So many times we talk about NFL officiating ruining games, and yet what do we do the following Sunday? There we are in front of our yep. TVs watching, yep. and the ratings not only are good, they continue to go up, 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 and up. The viewership of some of these games, I, the, num the, the, the numbers they exceed are mind-blowing. And so while we all go nuts over what's a catch, what's not a catch, the NFL's hard to watch. You can't watch a game without, oh, wait, is there a penalty? Um, whatever the case may be, dominance on one end, futility on the other, teams that always win, teams that never win. We, like sheep, are there every single Sunday because we love it. Now, we're at a time... I'm with you. Championship Sunday, to me, is usually the best Sunday of the football season. That's for me. Sunday was brutal. The first game, everything got knocked out when Brock Purdy went out of the game. And then Josh, the game was over and it was nothing. The second game was intriguing. But I'm with you and a lot of people where you won't. And I, I don't believe this to be the case. Is then they had the pool reporter with the official afterwards. You almost felt like they wanted Kansas City in that um, game. And I know that, that I really don't believe that to be true. But when you watch it, you come to that conclusion sometime thinking like, what, like, what are these guys doing out there? So it's mind numbing. It's frustrating. It's almost over. Yeah, it, it is almost, almost over. over. And I know we're, I'm looking forward to our hot air balloon ride. I'm looking forward to huh. Phoenix. I'm looking forward to hanging out. It's going to be awesome. But when that game is over, I'm going to be thrilled. And I've never, ever had that feeling. Now, a couple points. One, Boomer texted me yesterday, speaking to the ratings, that the AFC Championship game is going to be over 50 million viewers. Yeah. <laughs> Think about on that. CBS, right? Over fifty million, which is absolutely amazing. Um, so yeah, I'm always going to be there. I'm not. A, I'm not going to lie. I'm always going to be there, as frustrated as I get. But you mentioned something. There's this is another feeling that I've never had in a football season, and you just brought it up. So two very very unique feelings that I never had. One, I want the season to be over, and two, twice this year, I thought. That the officials, I can't believe I'm saying this. I thought the officials wanted a team to win. And I've never said that. And we've taken calls over and over and over again. And me going, you're nuts. Stop saying it's fixed. And I'd probably do the same thing if someone called up today. But there were two times this year. One was that Sunday night game. Giants commanders mm -hmm. where they're down on the goal line to tie the game, the commanders, and then all of a sudden there's this illegal shift penalty when the wide receiver, I forget, was it McLaurin? I don't even, I don't I think even it remember. Was. I think it was. So, you know, when he looks over at the official, doesn't say yeah. anything, down at the goal line the entire game, he does the same thing. Then all of a sudden, whoop, there's the penalty. Touchdown negated. And then after that, you had a mauling in the end zone that it's a pass interference we've seen called 10 million times. And then that right there. And then I'm thinking conspiracy theory in my head because now it's making me nuts. 
The NFL hates the Commanders. That was a big situation with Dan Snyder the entire year. That game was essentially whoever won that game had a better beat in the playoffs. And you got the New York market being number one. We don't need the Commanders in the playoffs because of the negative press and the, this fact that this guy's going to be selling the team. Now, now I'm going down a rabbit hole. Yeah. And then add to the AFC Championship game. I'm watching this. I saw them give them three opportunities at a third and nine. I know. <laughs> they said, and, Jack, you get a do-over. And, and and more so, and I know you, you guys spent a lot of time yesterday on the, the push out of bounds, which to me I do think was a penalty given the way they actually call the games. What to me was worse was the pass interference call yeah. on third down. And, you know, this is not because some people can say, if you want to be a conspiracy theorist, say, well, you know, live betting now and it's a I'm not even going there and I don't believe the games are. I really don't. I just think... The inconsistency in the officiating is what drives you nuts. I'll go back a few years when the Cowboys beat the Seahawks. I think it was the wild card round of the playoffs. And the, the penalties were insane against Seattle. And I'm watching the game. Listen, I want the Cowboys to win more than anybody. But I'm watching that game saying they're not giving Seattle like they don't want them winning this game. And I think they called, and I have to go back and look, but I want to say double-digit penalties on Seattle. Pete Carroll almost lost his mind on the sideline. They were calling nothing on Dallas, and it goes to when we watch a football game. What are we always saying every single play in the NFL? You can call a penalty on, on every, every yeah. single holding play. Holding on yes. every single play. And so, and then we we always talk about on the podcast when you get nuts watching these games because before you celebrate a big play, you have to wait for that little yellow graphic to come up on the screen to make sure that the play is going to stand Every play. I mean, you tell me what's interference on a receiver. Yeah, I don't I know mean, anymore. Right. And then when you get these analysts, oh, that's a good no call. They're letting them hand fight and battle. Okay, but then other times they don't. Like, so where's the consistency in it? Yeah, that drives me nuts. It's like, oh, they're letting them play. I like that. Good non-call. Or that's a penalty by the book, and that's why they should have called that penalty. Yeah, I mean, and because these games are, you know, it's it's decided, especially when you get two teams that are very, very evenly matched, like the Bengals and the Chiefs, those things really do matter. Now, I tried to make sure yesterday they said a million times that I wasn't blaming the officials for the Bengals losing the game or me losing my bet on the Cincinnati Bengals because there was those two opportunities. Opportunities in the fourth quarter that the Bengals had and they didn't capitalize on. But I just, to me, it got to the point where the Kansas City Chiefs were given more opportunities to win that game because of what was going on with the officiating. And it just it left, it left a bad taste well, in my Well, how about even the Saints from a few years ago? Oh, my God, a yes. A play that anybody at any age knows is a penalty and... It goes uncalled? Yeah. And then, and that was even worse because that's a judgment call. That's one of those things where, you know, at that time, and of course they tried the next year to make it the pass interference be reviewable, and that turned out to be a total disaster and then got rid of it. But that's a judgment call. That's one of those things that, like, it's not challengeable. There's nothing you could do about it. It's not like expedited replay can come down and change that. And essentially that changed the entire outcome of who was going to the Super Bowl or not. Uh, in that season. I so, mean, yeah. and, and to your point, how about we think now to the Tom Brady games this year? Some of the game was it the Falcon game? Does that sound right? In yeah. Tampa, where they had horrendous calls oh, God, against yes. Atlanta yep. down the stretch. And you're thinking, well, let's see. Do we want the Falcons with Marcus Mariota to, to win this division? Or do we want Tom Brady and the Bucks to win? You can you can actually have those thoughts in your head and not be thought to be nuts. Yeah, I mean, and I used to always say that people were nuts with that, but this year there was just a couple of examples of me. Now, I don't think that the NFL was trying to keep the Bengals out of the Super Bowl. I don't believe that because I don't think there was that much difference between the Chiefs being in there and the Bengals being in there. 
But like that Commanders Giants thing for sure. Like I, my conspiracy theorist stuff was really rolling with that. Like anytime you can screw Dan Snyder, let's screw Dan sure. Snyder. I mean, you're t- they negated a touchdown on an illegal formation or illegal shift down at the goal line to tie the game. Something that wasn't called the entire game. I think there's a lot that goes into these calls, these games. I think the way a coach rides an official. I think an of- if an official thinks that they made a mistake. That they're going to make up for. I mean, I see it. You know, I get to sit courtside for a lot of these Big Ten games. Yeah. I see it all the time where you see crap. I'll give you an example from Sunday. They had, they, and then we even said it on the air during the Rutgers Iowa game. There was, I thought, a really bad call against Iowa. I, I don't remember, I think it was Robracha the kid. And it was like his third foul. And Friend McCaffrey almost had a stroke on the sideline. His veins are popping out of his neck. He's bright red and he is screaming at the official to where you think he's going to get teed up. They don't. You come back, two plays later, a mysterious call against Rutgers for a guy that's just standing. They, I really do believe that they, whether it's they're influenced by the coach, maybe they realize they made a mistake. I do believe there are makeup calls. I'd love to talk to an official about it. Oh, there's 100% there makeup calls. There has to be that I mean, case where they have makeup calls. I mean, you see this in the NFL all the time. Like if there is a, let's say, a third and 16, and then you get a defensive hold or an oh, illegal contact the that, worst. that gives the team an automatic first down on a play that they wouldn't have converted. And then the next play after that, you get offensive holding to put them back 10 yards because it's like, hey, sorry we screwed you all that yep. bad defense, but we're going to give you a little bit of advantage here because it's going to be first and 20. For sure. I mean, I've seen that 10 million times. And is there anything worse than the penalty away from the play? That has, and now I'll talk about the Giants and Cowboys from earlier this year in Dallas. Remember the touchdown the Giants scored? That's that right. was disallowed because of a player illegally downfield by yep. one step yeah. and away from the ball. Yeah. I mean, come on. Who's watching that? It's, it, it really is tough. It's tough. So that combined with everything else that I said, I am, I am looking forward. Just watch. We're going to get some terrible officiating blunder in the Super Bowl that's going to change who wins the game. I mean, that, that's basically what I'm thinking. If I could bet on that on FanDuel Sportsbook, I probably Probably would, And I want to get into this offseason, too. I want to get to the point where we're finding out what's going on with guys. I want to find out if Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet. I want to see what Joe Shane does with this team and if the Giants can take the next step. All these things that are very exciting. You know, for how many years it was about the draft, the draft, the draft for the Jets and Giants. couple yeah. of top ten picks. All of these draft conversations. And now it really isn't that. I mean, the, the Jets don't have, like, I mean, it's not like a top two pick. But, I mean... That's not really the conversation around the Jets. The conversation around the Jets is Aaron Rodgers. And that, to me, is exciting about what these teams are going to do. So, I mean, like I said, we'll be excited to be in Phoenix. We'll have a good time. We're all going to watch the Super Bowl. We're going to come in here. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the commercials. We're going to talk about the halftime show. We're going to do all this stuff. But I am, for the first time ever, I'm going to be thrilled when those are the, I see the zeros on the board. And I say, we're moving on. Good morning. We are moving on. <laughs> Absolutely. Get it out of here. Look at it this way. It's Phoenix. It's not Minnesota. No, I know. Oh, my goodness. I mean, that's the good news about the week. And, yes, it's a lot of um, mind-numbing conversations, again, as we know. But because we're on so early, you don't have to worry about pushing you know, Wonder Bread products and things of that nature to get guests on. Right. And it'll be over before you know it. We'll be... Uh, here and gone. Right. Here we, and gone. We do have uh, one, I believe, one guest scheduled as of right now. And he's not pushing Wonder Bread. No, no, I've, got, I've got a couple now. Oh, okay. All right. Anybody on the warm-up show? <laughs> no warm-up show guests. I know. <laughs> and I'm working on another one. Okay. Anybody right. you want to tell us about? Uh, That's a no. Who's that dude on the Steelers? 
Cam, Cam Hayward. Cam Hayward. Cam Hayward's okay. great. Steve Largent, legendary uh, Hall of Fame. That's when we. That's when we talked about wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. Cortha Anthony Munoz is going to stumble. Yeah, right. I have a hard time saying no to that one because Boomer's main I, man. You can't say no to that one, right? And I'm working on a potential big one that Gio will be very excited about, but. Because of the early time, I'm not sure. Oh, That's interesting. Yeah. Who, is it in the football world in or football a different world. sport? Football world. Mm-hmm. So it's going to have to be a former Viking that would or, fire up. Or maybe a current one. Who knows? Well, could be a current one. Could be Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I could suppose. That. That's true. And you know, a lot of those young guys do do the tours. So that could be the case. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure we could get Coach Cow, you know, CBS family, CBS Super Bowl, I'm sure. Oh, Phil, Phil Sims will Phil stop by that yeah. early. This isn't yeah. a CBS Super Bowl. It's a no. Fox Super Bowl. That's right. Oh, next year next in year. Vegas is the CBS next Super Bowl. Year. That's right. <laughs> so, you getting Kevin Burkhardt on? No. Okay. <laughs> he might do it, though. I know he would. Local guy. People love to hear from him. I don't know. He got very bougie nah, when he was like, no way. PR, blah, blah, blah. He's did not, he really? Did he tell you he goes for PR? He's not allowed. No, that's not fair. He's not allowed. He's, he has to. For real. It's in his contract. All right. Well, you text him saying, hey, I'm going through PR. And then you have him say to PR, hey, look for this. I'll do it. Well, that's, yeah, for sure. But you do have to take that step, unfortunately. Yeah, he'll he'll 100% come on with us. I'm sure he wants. I don't think so. I'm going to bet no. What? Oh, no. He yeah. would, uh, no way. It's Super Bowl week. It's he Fox. They got on. him doing a million things. I, I would bet he doesn't come if on. If we can't get Kevin No, Burkhardt I don't on. believe that. I don't believe that. He will go uh, out of his way. Well, let's try it. How about this? Okay. A breakfast bet. Okay. Nothing crazy. When we get back, mm-hmm. if we don't, but you gotta, you have to try. No, I'm gonna try. Okay. So if you do that, I promise breakfast from one of us for the for the crew. But on the Tuesday we get back. But somebody would also have to reach out to Mr. Kevin Burkhardt personally. You guys all know him. But correct. I think what Eddie said is right. And one then us, I go through. The yes. PR. Text him. We're looking for you. We're putting the request in. Who's the best PR person it, to go? And here's the thing. It wouldn't be because there's a conflict because we're on so damn early. If yeah. he doesn't want to do no, it. No, he'd have to come down there at 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, he doesn't want to get up. He is not sure. Yes, he will. There. He will. Guaranteed. I, I, 100%, I, 99.9% we will have Kevin Burke okay, on the weekend. Okay, let's the Super make it Bowl. a bigger bet then. I just did breakfast. It was going to be $75. How much you want to do? Mm. How about this loser has to go up in the hot air balloon? No, no, not a chance. <laughs> Because that, that one tenth awesome. of one percent, I will no. I'm not interested. What do you, What do you want to do? I just but but this bet would have to be that Kevin Burkhart will come to yes, Radio Row. Correct, and that be is on thousand percent is not happening. And I say ninety nine point nine percent will happen. See, I think I think I'm with Jerry. I just texted with Kevin not that long ago, right before the Vikings Giants game that he yeah. called. So he got right back. And to I me. think Fox is going to push him. Oh, 100%. They never put their guys on Radio Row the, this is, the week of Super Bowl, the, peep, the, the the network that has it. He's calling the Super Bowl. He ain't going anywhere near the convention center. And I maybe, maybe uh, because, uh, because of Craig's show, they wouldn't want him on the competitor. Is he going out there to do that show? No. Oh. So then, yeah, but still. I, he's going to be there. I'm just trying to I think all jerk. those rules go out the window <laughs> the week of the Super Bowl. The most you'll get is a phoner. He'll call in. Oh, no, stop. that's unacceptable. That does not count. Stop. That doesn't count. I, I would, In that case, I lose. I'm saying he comes and sits down with Boomer Perfect. and Gio Love it. that week. All right. Very good. I'm with Jerry on this one, and I'm going to try my How about this? If- Breakfast every day of the week for five days. Is that a big enough bet? <laughs> that's aggressive. You were the one that said bigger. <laughs> no, one nice, solid, good, big breakfast. Fine. Done deal. Rice, right. rice cakes and pita butter. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. Uh, 